Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a video and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Today, I'm privileged to welcome a communications consultant from Bahrain, Noof Khonji, to our show. Noof, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank uh, you so much. Thank you. Noof is the director, POP Innovation House. She's the director of innovation at Think Farm ME. And as I mentioned earlier, she's a communication and innovation consultant. So Noof, what would you say are three key milestones in your career or your life? So I started, I actually graduated uh, as uh, with a BS in interior design. So I had nothing to do with uh, communications uh, initially. Um, but what I found out was that when I came back to Bahrain and began work, what really kind of drove me was the concept development mm -hmm. aspect. So I thought to myself, you know, if I really like this, where can, where can this kind of branch out and lead to? And uh, I took a leap of faith mm -hmm. and uh, jumped into advertising mm -hmm. uh, shortly after I began work as an interior designer mm -hmm. and started learning about kind of the relationship between uh, human beings and and you know the things that they interact with and yeah. how they affect them so that was something i think that was one of the kind of leaps that i took Amazing. which started yeah. out my career mm -hmm. um and then when i left uh, and i really wanted to i i worked for three years um in in advertising initially mm -hmm. and then i started kind of getting deeper and deeper into Again, what was my passion, which was, you know, human behavior mm -hmm. and interaction and, and the semiotics of things, you know. Um, so I moved, I started looking into innovation. So how do people come up with new ideas? What's mm -hmm. the process? Is there a process? Can mm -hmm. you kind of help individuals, you know, get to where they need to get to? Mm -hmm. And that led me to um, uh, my master's. Uh, I moved to London to do my master's mm -hmm. degree in innovation management. Okay. And when I moved, I said, I'm never going back to Bahrain. Okay. I told myself, you know, this is it. You know, I don't want to return. Mm -hmm. I want to kind of continue in a different world and, mm -hmm. you know, on a different platform. And the more I kind of, so I began, of course, I did my master's. Then I moved, I obviously moved to London, started working there. And the more I did, you know, the more I studied what I was studying and the more I kind of deeper into that i thought mm. to myself you know the best place for me to create impact mm. positive impact was to go back to my own country and, <laughs> and work there. Is, so, yeah. so again it was another kind of okay i have to kind of get myself i you know push myself towards something that i wasn't kind of um uh, looking at mm. i guess in in, uh, in my career mm -hmm. and i moved back to bahrain and it's been a very interesting ride. So mm -hmm. just been like, uh, uh, you know, looking at communications, looking at how, you know, culture really affects communication mm -hmm. and how you in interact and, and develop your idea. Mm -hmm. um, and then from here, it took me to, so I've always had a passion for arts mm -hmm. um, and like the creative environment. And then the third kind of milestone, which happened recently, was uh, getting to work on the uh, the development of a, a 
national plan for the creative industries in Bahrain. So, wow. so on a very large scale, really, mm. you know, driving that. So I think those three, I guess. Fantastic. Uh, in fact, I think your third milestone would probably help you to leave a really big mark on Bahrain. I hope so. Hmm, fantastic. That's the plan. Fantastic. So, so Nuf, yeah. let's talk about uh, communication and innovation. Uh, tell me about the kind of work you're doing with maybe an example. So um, the, the thing that we do in, uh, specifically in Think Farm is we do two things. We do communication strategy development, mm -hmm. which has a lot to do with how to create your brand, how mm. to reflect yourself as a company, how to kind of integrate key values that you mm. believe in within a corporation, um, and really kind of helping our, our partners and clients implement that throughout all of their channels. And then there's another aspect, which is the, the exciting kind of uh, part of it, which has to do with innovation management, mm. which is if someone comes to you with an idea, uh, how can you plan to implement this idea in a way where it is successful wherever it is. Okay. Um, and the type of work that we do is, is I, I, it kind of falls between those two. Very interesting. Um, Very interesting. Yeah. So for someone yeah. who, you know, has uh, studied in, in, in London, uh, as someone who's building brands, uh, you know, and, and obviously are looking, working with uh, local companies as well as international companies, what would you say is required to build a successful brand in the GCC? It's. The, I think it. It applies to. Uh, I think Wherever. all. I agree. Yeah. Um, I think what is key and really important is that you really need to understand how humans behave. Mm -hmm. We are human beings, Correct. and our behavior. You know, it's. It's very interesting for someone to sit and just observe. It has nothing to do with, you know, affecting that. And mm -hmm. then and then really realizing what could you do to elevate that relationship? Mm. What could, you know, you say to to create something out of essentially nothing? Mm. I mean, our brands are uh, brands are actually products mm. or services, but they're not humans. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to inject that humanity in there. Okay. So it's very interesting to see and observe. I would say human behavior, mm. um, but that's I'm, I might be biased because mm. that's my passion. So I'm not sure. <laughs> but, you know, uh, I have traveled quite extensively all over uh, the Middle East and culturally countries are very different. Yeah. That's true. So when you uh, plan a communication campaign, my question to you is, how does culture impact communication? It's a key driver. Mm -hmm. It's a key driver and barrier, I would say. Mm -hmm. So you need to understand how to navigate. Mm -hmm. And that's why, you know, research and understanding and, you know, ethnographic research is really important mm -hmm. because you need to understand, you know, what moves this individual, Correct. what holds them back. Mm -hmm. um, it's very important. I would say um, uh, the nuances are where you would, uh, you would find success or failure. Mm -hmm. uh, it's that kind of sensitive. So, and with globalization... So give me an sorry. example. You know, with any one product, I don't want names, but yeah. I mean, for example, when I was launching a brand, uh, you know... Uh, in, in Saudi and uh, compared to uh, uh, the, the, uh, to uh, UAE, 
Yeah. Uh, it was very very interesting to note that you know the the the, the signages uh, yeah. in Saudi are all at the level of the car window. True. So that they could address you know be seen by the people driving in cars. So I'd love to get some kind of an you know example from you. Yeah. We had I had to do we we had a client of ours that had uh, was uh, deals with sanitary wear uh, mm-hmm. sanitary yeah. pads and um, it's a very sensitive subject absolutely and the way we had to communicate for example between uh, uh, Bahrain and Saudi Arabia or mm-hmm. even the UAE. Mm-hmm. Deferred completely to mm-hmm. to you know they they're all uh, different. So for example in Bahrain, um, the language that we could use um, was a bit more uh, uh, I would say clear. Mm-hmm. Um, in Saudi Arabia, everything had to be censored. Mm-hmm. So we had to kind of think of different ways through uh, the actual photo shoots. Mm-hmm. Um, to uh, demonstrate something to a female audience mm. that was essentially not allowed in the past mm. uh, to be even uh, plastered on outdoor uh, mm. advertising. Mm. So it was a language thing. So it's very different. And then f- for the UAE, it was completely diverse mm. uh, in terms of communication. Mm. And again, the language had to change. Even the visuals had to change. Very interesting. Which means that you must have got a, a you know a team of people who are constantly following up and understanding how cultures are changing across the entire GCC. Yeah, I think it's also with the new changes politically and socially. Mm. Um, you know, there's a rise of of you know socially aware individuals, mm. um, uh, politically aware individuals, and they want to be spoken to as if they you know they are not commodities mm. so again uh, there's a and, and honestly without my team i would i would not be able to do anything I which then yeah. which brings me to a follow-on question that in the digital world mm-hmm. you know and and we are we're you know you are uh, you know probably a, a product of the digital world you know the way you're probably much younger and so on how do you, how, I have two related questions. One is how do brands handle the digital world? And second, how do countries' boundaries handle communication digitally? Yeah, this is an interesting one because, you know, culture, like I said, it's, a, it's a, an opportunity and a barrier as well. Okay. So you really have to be flexible as a brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I've seen is that there's a rise of, almost like a global type of language mm. that's being created, mm. especially with the younger generations. Mm. So someone from Bahrain, um, you know, uh, necess- they understand or, or have experienced things through in the digital world as mm. someone in, for example, North America or Brazil mm. or India. Correct. So there's a mindset that's being created um, that's almost a bit like a global mindset that's being mm. advanced. Correct. Um, and I think that that's um, actually interesting to, to see because that wasn't, I was at the kind of cusp. So mm-hmm. I was there before the digital world and I, I'm seeing okay. it right after. Okay. So, yeah, it's just very interesting because mm-hmm. even brands now have to take a look at um, dissecting and segmenting their messages in so mm-hmm. many ways mm-hmm. or finding a common ground 
that everyone relates to. Mm. And that to me is the more human element that, that brands are injecting. So mm. at a human level, you know, something that doesn't require or doesn't, if, uh, isn't affected by uh, geography, mm. where, where can you connect with your, uh, with your uh, audience? Very interesting. And uh, especially for global brands that you must be working in, working with the, the communication strategy has to also, yeah. uh, you know, be what the international owner of the brand wants. That's true. So it's again, the, the balance between, you know, the, the essence of the brand and not losing the essence of the brand and segmenting something that can be digestible by, by anyone. Hmm. Um, and this is where, you know, your brand foundations are important, mm. your, your, you know, your pillars, your beliefs, mm. um, your values, because that's what essentially could develop a relationship with, uh, with someone who's, you know, based anywhere. Okay. And, you know, now if you look at, you know, this generation, the, 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 the earth now belongs to the millennials and the Gen Zs, who are, yeah. who've got a very different approach. And, and I believe the young people will inherit an earth that we will leave behind and they have to make a lot of changes to it, which they are. What according to you as, you know, a communication and innovation consultant, uh, are the millennials and the Gen Z's doing um, to brands uh, and how are they accepting, you know, the the, the messages? They're more demanding. Mm -hmm. Um, They're definitely more demanding. They're definitely uh, more curious. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not taking things at face value. Mm-hmm. They're a smarter. I would say they're uh, they're very smart, Correct. woke generation, mm-hmm. um, and they're not. Um, you know, they're not going to. They question a lot, which is mm-hmm. their you know their right, and you as a brand have to answer those questions. Mm-hmm. Um, they're provoking brands that. You know, usually the, the, the position of a brand, uh, you know, a, a while back was mm-hmm. don't get involved in politics, don't get involved in societal kind of um, issues, mm-hmm. don't, you know, you are a brand and you're there to sell things. You're not there to be part of someone's lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has definitely changed, especially with the, the you know, the Gen Zs and, and millennials. You're, you're looking at, uh, an environment where you have to speak up mm. and you have to make change mm. Very as a brand. Very interesting. Yeah. So one more question on uh, millennials and to a marketer or a communication expert. Yes. Uh, are you seeing the same degree of loyalty to brands in the millennials and the Gen Zs as I used to see in people of my generation? Loyalty? Um it has to be earned. Mm. I think that's the biggest difference mm. um, with the, the new generations. With me, for example, mm. I didn't have a choice. Mm. I had two, for example, brands, and I had to pick which one I liked Correct. more, for example. Yes. Mm. Um, uh, but, you know, now, because of this, you know, the environment that we're in from an economic and a uh, social standpoint, mm. um you know, they, they have a lot of choice Correct. and you need to stand out and you need to relate to them in a way that they, they won't, they won't drop you mm. because it's a sensitive relationship now. 
Interesting. So, so again, now when you look at the overall organization that you have created in Bahrain, and you know you're working with sensitive brands and in in a, in a large region, what would you say are the core values you believe in? Um, collaboration, mm-hmm. curiosity, always be curious, and definitely accountability. Okay, accountability think- to the brand owner. or the customer i think accountability to the customer and accountability okay. to yourself okay um you know uh if you if you have if you say something or if you represent something then you know you need to take it to heart and and implement it mm-hmm. uh truthfully and ethically okay so. and one more question on on communication you know you've studied in 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 the uk you must have worked there as well what according to you are the differences that you perceive in a communication strategy for a brand in the gcc versus europe it's the way you communicate the methods of communication mm-hmm. and the the language that you use so for example in saudi arabia mm-hmm. um the digital penetration is massive mm-hmm. um the communication is uh not as uh you can't be as blunt as you want to be mm-hmm. um however what's coming out of that are you know uh, comedians and individuals you know influencers that mm-hmm. um have found a way to s- kind of create a satire mm-hmm. of real situations mm-hmm. that again relate to to the saudi population in general and they found success in that mm-hmm. um and that's what brands also have to do you know um and then as opposed to for example europe and and it's it's much more clear cut and much mm-hmm. more straightforward mm-hmm. and more of an experiential i would say uh, uh drive okay. there mm-hmm. so it's 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 a bit different yeah very very interesting i mean it must be quite a challenge to be able to work first across so many different countries so many cultures and i can see you're doing a great job at it so so now okay. i'm going to move to uh, the next segment of our conversation which is some questions for you personally sure um as you look back for someone who uh, you know did interior <clears throat> design and then moved away from that into advertising communication and as you look be- look back and as you look at all the stuff you will do ahead at this stage of your life what does success mean to you this is actually a very tough question <laughs> <laughs> that's why i'm asking you yeah <laughs> um you know I, i think success to me is really leaving something don't know what it is yet mm-hmm. but leaving something that individuals can uh, benefit from mm-hmm. um and take it upon themselves and kind of change it so mm-hmm. for me success is is not creating a name just for myself mm-hmm. it's creating positive impact that that trickles down mm-hmm. um and can be kind of extended by whoever amazing so um, leave a, leave a, leave an interesting legacy i hope so mm, that's the nice. plan <laughs> okay and a follow up follow up question to that no phase uh you keep you know pushing yourself to do so many interesting things who or what inspires you um people mm mm-hmm. I think people inspire me conversations inspire me 
um, experiences inspire me, mm-hmm. travel. Um, and I think that is really the source of, of innovative thoughts. It's mm-hmm. the source of connection. Um, it builds your own story for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, and those two, I think, those two things are, are the things that inspire me most. Mm-hmm. So right now with COVID, for example, I am like <laughs> raring to leave and I like travel. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We all are hoping that we'll all be able to fly out of our countries because I don't think anyone has stayed at home for so long, you know. That's true. That's true. Very nice. So my next question to you is uh, that if you, Noof, were a role model to millions of children who closely followed you and your life choices, what is the one thing you would change in yourself? Again, a very tough question. It is. <laughs> um, you know, I think I would, I would risk a bit more. Hmm. I think I would really, you know, push myself, especially when I was younger. I'm still young, I hope. Mm, but I mean, when I was in my 20s, I think I, think I was afraid the, the fear was there. Um, but essentially now, you know, when you've taken so many risks and pushed yourself into mm. the more uncomfortable situations, this is where you grow. Um, so I think, yeah, I would, I would definitely be a bit more risky. Terrific, terrific. So I have time for two more questions for you. My next question is on failure. And I've got a new book coming out on failure also. And I've often said, most parents in Asia don't teach children it's okay to fail. It's always come first, go to the head of the line, etc., etc. Yet we fail Mm -hmm. and we learn. My question to you, Noof, is what have been some of your learnings from your Mm -hmm. mistakes? It's the same in Bahrain. Hmm. Uh, so uh, failure is not, it's, it's, you know, it's not something that's common um, and not something that's talked about. Hmm. At least it's, it, it's not something that's like part of our conversation. Hmm. Um, if I was going to the three, I think, let's see, one of the most important lessons for me is always, 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 I'm a firm believer that if something is not for you, Mm. At that time, it will never come to you at okay. the, the wrong time. Mm. Um, so, you know, search, seek, drive yourself, push yourself. Mm. But if it's not meant to happen, it won't happen. Um, so you have to look at the silver linings. And it's very difficult, mm. you know, especially when I was younger, to look at that and say, that was a lesson. Mm. You know, I need to move forward and take what I can as learnings from mm. that. Mm. Um, and it's kind of a train of thoughts like, okay, it's, you know, it's not there, but there must be something good that, that will come out of it. And mm-hmm. um, so that's what I'm, you know, I've been training myself to, to do because not everything you want to get. <laughs> well said, well said, well said. Luf, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure speaking to you. I wish you lots of, lots of success. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in 
to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called Youth.